This is Robert Duck, 2022, week 39. We're gonna talk about Zero Trust Sim being tracked by your license plate, WebAssembly for microservices, and more. Introducing Cloudflare's Zero Trust Sim. It is an eSIM first approach to secure the mobile devices used by employees to connect to the office network or to be used as 2FA devices. Physical SIM is also supported. It works by binding the mobile network to the employee's identity and integration with the rest of the Cloudflare's protection layers. It prevents SIM swap attacks by taking the eSIM first approach and tying the physical SIM to the employee's devices. There are some privacy-related concerns, however, mainly because of the ability to lock the employee's connections. Cloudflare provides the configuration to only lock blocked connections, which is apparently not enabled by default. For some reason. Next, we'll see how to use the new window control overlay to make PWAs, progressive web applications, look like native apps. The app title bar, which is controllable in native apps, was previously out of reach for PWAs that could be installed on desktop as standalone application. With this change, developers get the browser APIs to get coordinates and other properties of that area and make changes to it therefore have the same tools to make the PWAs look like native apps. Ignite, a VM manager with the Docker UX. The idea is to combine the isolation provided by VMs, virtual machines, or micro VMs using Firecracker or Kemu. With the extend extendability and ease of use from Docker containers, basically Ignite starts a VM from the container image you provide. A special kind of image needs to be created on Firecracker micro VMs and helps you manage your VMs. This is useful, especially if you want the added security of VMs for your Docker containers, something like what Fly.io does. Next, we'll see how to build Docker images in the cloud. It's mostly useful for building images in CI-CD pipelines. Also, they provide native ARM containers to build ARM images fast. The name of the service is depot.dev. Next up is Jitter. Make scheduled calls to your webhooks. If you want to do a task at a certain date and time, you don't need to rely on a service or a crone to get it done. You can make use of Jitter to make API calls to you. Useful to make serverless function calls on a schedule. Streampipe. Use SQL to query the state of your cloud services and more. Write SQL to get state of your services in a unified and accessible manner. Open source and free to use. Now we'll look at uh, some in-depth articles. First one is called Learning is Remembering. Learner is making connections in the long-term memory in order to understand something. You need to have access to the required information in your short-term memory. Your short-term memory is limited to maximum of four things at the same time. But most of the times we can only store one or two concepts. By googling each concept, we have to keep them in, a, um, in one of the available slots of short-term memory. So if you need to understand something that involves understanding of six other things, you can't do that by Googling all of them. So you have to understand one or two concepts at the same time. Come back a day or two later to learn the rest to finally understand it. Next one is research that shows how traffic cameras expose your location through parking apps. They use public parking apps to query for license plate numbers. When these apps Expose APIs that can be used to check if a car has already parked in a space. Attackers can send mass requests to these APIs across countries 
to track your car with nothing but your plate number. Therefore, it is very important that those apps take security and privacy of their customers more seriously. And for drivers to be extra careful about their uh, license plate and where they share it over the internet and treat it as a piece of personal identifiable information. Then we will have a look at isolates, micro VMs and WebAssembly. Um, the link is to an up-to-date view of the state of WebAssembly. And the idea is that micro VMs and isolates are great. They are being used by Cloudflare workers, by Fly.io to create uh, fast on-edge processing. But the next wave of um, technology seems to be related to how WebAssembly runtimes can run applications super fast with a warm-up time of about two milliseconds. Why to prefer monorepos over polyrepos whenever possible? The main arguments for monorepos are the consistency and visibility. Consistency across teams, across multiple repositories, and also visibility across teams, so each team can see each other's PR and the changes they're making. You can achieve many of the points in this article with polyrepos as well, but there's always an additional step required and in the end, it won't be great. Increasing the performance of machine learning algorithms by using posit-based processors. The current floating point processing model is designed to be generic enough for most floating point uh, operations. But when we talk about ML, most of the floats are between minus one and one. Posit is a new type of floating point implementation that makes use of this fact to be most accurate with uh, less space required around zero. FPGAs are being used to create uh, these new types of processors um, that instead of using the standard float make use of posits to improve the accuracy, processing time and memory requirements of the machine learning algorithm. They can increase the performance of these algorithms by a factor of 10,000, which is really amazing. Then there is an article uh, about how to build a personal web page from scratch. Um, this is very hands-on, easy to follow, detailed and accurate, and uh, you can host your personal web page uh, on the internet for free. Capsule, running Wasm function as CLI, HTTP service, or MQTT event handler. WebAssembly is becoming a new force behind lightweight microservices. Capsule is a tool that can provide Wasm function written in Go as CLI, backend, or subscriber. It is still very new. 